This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Yeah, good morning, one and all, and this is from the Fringes, a program about alternative provocative views. My name is uh, Jack Geelan, and my co-hosts are Gloria Bridgman and Jenny Pua Manaku. Okay, now, Gloria, you got some information there for us about the housing? Yes, uh, Jack, this was in the Hamilton Press, Wednesday, August the 11th. Um, enigma of empty housing. I, re- I was quite ashamed to know that I'm living in Hamilton when I saw this. Yeah. Um, and Paula Southgate, you said the need for housing is very great in Hamilton. Well, you're quite right. And we have so many families waiting for homes, so we have to address that. But, Paula, you've been in for nearly a couple of years now. Um, I suggest you pull your finger out and take a closer look at this because the census 2018 identified 17,865 empty dwellings across Waikato. Okay, um... You know, there could be a, a good reason for this because, um, you yeah. know, the, the, the people with uh, tax write-offs so, and all this. So there's a real need to um, remove the red tape and prioritise building homes. I think they're going to go into th- five or six-storey apartments, aren't they, in the future? So the home concept has actually changed. Well, they've actually been doing that, Jack. Every time you and I go to the studio, we go, look there, look there, look there, look there, and they're all over the place. Now, the council is looking at amalgamation of councils and one company to administer control of the three waters, wastewater, freshwater, and stormwater. The company could be brought by China, who will put in metres and charge us the people for it. We need to protect the interests of the people. Uh, a super council deregulation will empower the government and overseas interests, and one company will own all the water. We don't want that to happen, do we, Gloria? Well, actually, Jack, it's a bit late because it's the horses bolted the gate scenario. After signing um, the TTPA, well, TPPA, w- yes, yeah. Well, 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 we've got we've got no say in the matter, have we? The government hasn't even got a say in the matter now. Now, you were going to say something about that Muslim terrorist, a terrorist attack, uh, wounding six people at the countdown in West Auckland. That was last Friday, wasn't it? Um, where undercover policemen actually shot the man dead. Yes, well, Jack, what I'd like to know about that, and I'm very, very, um, very, you know, I just don't understand it because the military, i never said anything about the military being involved. Now, this guy was under heavy-duty surveillance by the government and by the police. Excuse me, not for five days, not for 15 weeks, not for 15 months, Five years, listeners, five years, this guy was under heavy-duty surveillance and nothing about the military being brought in either. Now, Al Gazeera, I've been watching that uh, a bit, and they spoke out on the war on terror since 9-11 and uh, weapons supply to Syria by the CIA and biological warfare in Iraq 
with uh, Saddam Hussein. You remember when all that business was going on? That's right, Jack. And, of course, uh, we've got the Taliban over there now. And I was told that Taliban means religious student. Well, excuse me, there's nothing holy about these murdering Pakamungals. But uh, also, in New Zealand, we've got to stop and think. We're in germ warfare here. We're in Third World One ourselves in New Zealand. And so... Um, there's terror attacks and everything here as well. Yeah, and the Defence Minister Penny Herewo uh, and Andrew Little asked why the government didn't deport a terrorist who launched um, this vicious attack. So they knew all about it. And uh, apparently the commander and police and chief uh, police, uh, a chief policeman here in New Zealand, actually said that they were protecting people throughout New Zealand and all the at all the supermarkets and that sort of thing. But I'm a bit concerned because I belong to the interfaith movement, and um, we have been using the name Allah Akbar, and we've been respecting Muslims, the Buddhists, the Christians, and all particular faiths. But Allah Akbar could be interpreted as "Have a cup of tea while I take to you." With a knife. Well, also, Jack, Shalom Aleikum means peace be unto you, my peace be with you. Well, you know, there's not going to be any peace in the Middle East until the second coming. Yeah, and you were talking about this uh, germ warfare. I'd like to um, talk a little bit about the implementation of the Bill of Rights and children have their natural immunity. And this is something that was sent by a barrister to all the ministers over in Australia. Universal Declaration of Bioethics and Human Rights, International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. The following are instruments that Australia often refers to in the media when referring to oppressive regimes externally. There is nothing prohibited, prohibiting the members of parliament passing state and federal laws that fall in line with Article 6 of the Universal Declaration of Bioethics and Human Rights and other important instruments and declarations. This says Article 6, any preventative diagnostic and therapeutic Medical intervention is only to be carried out with the prior, free and informed consent of the person concerned, based on adequate information. Uh, the consent should, where appropriate, be express, expressive and may be withdrawn by the person concerned at any time for any reason without disadvantage. You've got freedom from experimentation, right to privacy, freedom of thought, conscience and religion, freedom of expression, right to peaceful assembly, freedom of association, article 6, right to work, right to social security, right to education. Yeah, I'm instructed to respectively respect request that Australia's elected uh, representatives undertake their solemn duty to represent all their countrymen and women without fear or favour. There you are, someone's taking on the government over in Australia over the Universal Bill of Rights and the right to be free from experimentation. Well, Jack, getting back to the medical situation, I'd like to take my hat off to uh, most of the hospitals around New Zealand, Yep, um, yep. except for Middlemore at the moment. I, I'm very, very disgusted with Middlemore, but that's no surprise because many, many years ago, I asked a GP if I could go in and have uh, surgery on uh, hemorrhoids, and he 
said, Gloria, I would never send a patient to Muddlemore. Now, that's just been proven recently that there was a, was a big muck-up in Muddlemore with the COVID-19 patient. Yeah. Now, reassurance amid misinformation, Andrew Costa uh, conducting high-visibility reassurance patrols. Well, he's basically saying that churches, uh, we, we're going to be safe. But I don't know, with this terrorist out there and uh, sleeping cells and that man was shot, okay, and the possibility of reprisals and copycats in New Zealand, and the government is responsible. Like, I mean, they've been bringing all the Muslims in and saying, uh, you know, they are us and all that sort of thing. But what happens if there's going to be copycats out there, Gloria, and someone could be using the name of Allah Akbar to actually well, attack and people with thing, knives, knives and kill people? Another you know? thing that surprised me, Jack, is when I went to Frankton quite a while ago, there was big posters round uh, round and posts, and, that, and it said that the Muslims are our whānau. Well, excuse me, married people, I thought that the Europeans were your whānau. I mean, you know, it's not if we can because not all Muslims are bad. I'm not saying that. No, there we're not saying that. Very, at all. very good, very, very nice Muslim people. But we let that ISIL lady in with the two little sleeper cells, and um, come on, next thing they're going to be saying, Oh, mummy, um, will daddy be able, the government be able to bring daddy yeah. over? Well, we're a soft touch in this country, so you can bet your boots daddy will be brought over. So our news hub, COVID classrooms and our virus factories, they're saying, airborne transmission of particles and a call for cleaner ventilation environment. You know, I sleep with the window open. Do you allow air, fresh air to go in because it's... Yes, I do, Jack. Yes, I protects open, you against cancer, I, I, I open my... Um, well, well, protecting against cancer, it's a bit late for that for me now, Jack. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I do open my windows every day, even if, it, even if it's wet, I do open my windows. Recirculating fresh air, and they will charge us for the air we breathe. I said that one sta- uh, stage, that uh, taxing us. You know, I said it as a joke many years ago. Soon they'll be taxing the air that we breathe. <laughs> well, it's happening now, isn't it, with Well, COVID Jack, and... what I'd like to know is, and I said this to my doctor, um, not that I'd want it to happen to God's little creatures, but if this thing is airborne like an aerosol spray, how come the birds are not dropping dead out of the trees, Jack? I don't want them to, but how come it's not happening? Yeah, well, we've had all these injections, thousands of them, uh, and people are being injected, and I'm still considering it myself. I'm not totally anti. If I was forced into taking it, I probably would, and that could be happening soon. So we need to build up the immunity of children through vitamin intake and teaching fresh air and daily exercise, also eating vegetables, fruits and grains, um, so the diet needs to change. You know, Peter's eating cake, but he needs to eat a lot more vegetables and grains. And yes, that's right, Jack. Yeah. Now, N- Nelson Knight online, um, he's got about 5,000 views or 5,000 people have been listening to him. He's saying silent, no longer vigil. New Zealand police commanded to stand down as part of the pushbacks against tyranny and corruption. A good citizens, as good citizens, we have the right to call out criminals. Andrew Costa, Tony 
Hurl, Inspector, Morby, Gary Davey. We, the Kaitiaki Guardians, have the right to take action setting up our own security and army. The police oath is to protect the people, not a corporate fictitious entity in right of New Zealand. The Declaration of Independence and also the uh, Treaty of Waitangi talks about partnership, participation, and it's a constitution that protects the rights of all people. So he's getting a bit radical here. He's calling the police to cease and desist. He's talking about unlawful acts, breaching Nuremberg Code, the UN conven- uh, conventions. He's talking about the fact that they've given hundreds of tickets to people who have got, haven't gone along with COVID. Uh, Te Karaka, who was anti-COVID, he, he protested and he was out there and they virtually put him in prison. Uh, people are being arrested for not wearing masks arresting a woman protester as Crown agents. Uh, the, the police and army have a career, bank accounts, houses. You know, that, I find that interesting. You know, a lot of people are pro-COVID because they're the rich upper class. They've got their four houses and everything else, and they don't give a damn about us at the bottom of the rung, the, the common people. Jack, in one of the magazines a few months ago, and it's a recent magazine, it's only a couple of months old, Jack, and, and the Queen had a big um, a big memorial, you know, a, a, a big a jubilee, a great big jubilee. Well, there were thousands and thousands and thousands upon people all over each other like a rash, and none of them had any masks. Yeah, so we're basically talking about an alleged disease with no evidence for the purpose of controlling nations around the world, even using his children as pawns. Like, I mean, I've, I rang up uh, Maori TV and I said, can you do an autopsy and you, can you t- uh, show me what Delta variant, uh, you know, that's fair enough. Yes. Let's have the evidence. Let's no, hear both yes. sides. Sides and I said to Lance, we could have idea. scientists on both sides and they could spend a whole hour actually educating the people on what COVID really is.
Okay, so today we're talking about implementation of a Bill of Rights, uh, Article 6 of the Universal Declaration on Biochemical Human Rights. You must have informed consent. Article 7, freedom of experiment, right to privacy, freedom of thought, citizen and religion, freedom of expression, freedom of association, uh, right to work, right to social security. Okay, and we're also talking about Nelson Knight, who's uniting not only with uh, uh, New Zealanders, the kaitiaki, mm-hmm. uh, the common law people, but also with people right around the world. Uh, he's basically saying here, we, the kaitiaki guardian army, command the police to cease and desist yeah. from supporting terrorist bioweapons and alleged diseases inflicting Hi on guys, children. I would, I would just like to say yes. I've come on board. Yes. I'm in the studio. We're back in the studio. Now, it's, it's uh, Jenny Pua. Manuka. No, Pua Manuka. Yeah. Pua Manuka. I've got <laughs> cool. that right. And You're also, doing, police yeah. no longer protect the citizens being agents of the Queen's fictitious ink. And I guess what he's saying there is if it's a f- fictitious ink, an incorporated society, then that pyramid where you've got the military, mm-hmm. the police, mm-hmm. then you've got your organisations, and then you've got the people at the bottom. It really should be mm-hmm. the people. And the peasants are revolting. Some will lose their heads, I dare say. If, the, if we have people throughout New Zealand who rise up as the Kaitiaki Guardians, yes. according to the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, the, the Treaty of Waitangi. Treaty of Waitangi. Because now we're being made outlaws. You've mm-hmm. got to wear masks and you're charged if you go into any supermarket without a mask. So, and this sort of, so we become the enemies of the state, don't well, we? Well, do, you think, do you think the government's putting the New Zealand people through this? Yeah, well, either it's for real, but I can't understand why we don't have autopsies on those who have died. I can't understand why we don't have um, both sides. What I call the cargo cult science doesn't give both views. There's been no autopsies. Mm -hmm. What about having both views? What about having autopsies Autopsies? and show us on the TV screen exactly what COVID-19 and what the Delta variant is so we can see for ourselves? There's not enough information. We're not educated well, enough. I mean, I mean, they can see what the Delta variant is underneath a microscope. They well, can you can't tell the by the deaths because yeah. you've had a 90-year-old who died. Mm-hmm. You've had those down in yeah. uh, the old folks and they seem to be taking advantage of the elderly, but yeah. uh, there's not enough deaths to actually prove it here in New Zealand. It's, you know, it's not a conspiracy. I, I don't think it's a conspiracy. Right? I you, think it. You think it's for real? Oh, oh, absolutely. Right. But but you do you feel that we should have more education on it? Um, I on COVID nineteen or lockdowns or the CBC. I mean, what? Well, I mean, the world's going to be changed, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like indefinitely now. It's every now and again we're going to have lockdowns, and they're going to make it look like the COVID is out there. It's going to affect the workplace. It's going to affect organisations, particularly our organisation. We held the Ministry to Mental Health last night. We were there last night, and it was very enjoyable. And I talked about making your journey visual art exhibition and I'm getting Lance to put that up online which is dealing with therapies and defining your journey mm-hmm. and but at the moment we have sort of pretty art but it doesn't face the real ones I does think, it I think you've got to be educated about what art is though like there's yeah. a lot of different genres of art and it's actually really complicated to explain. postmodern art uh, serialism impression 
expressionism. I mean, we've been through this. <laughs> and we need to go for funding on our art exhibition and find someone to actually host yeah. it for us. So, so I think maybe you should just pitch it to the public because it's more of an idea so far. And we've got to do everything around that to organise it. And you're also talking about our collective vision advocacy training seminar. Mm -hmm. What is our collective vision in terms of our board, our governance structure? Mm -hmm. And I keep saying it's Families for Justice. justice Yes, we're going for justice and protesting doesn't change people's lives. But we're talking about a legitimate social structure to empower mothers and fathers to change. So parental care. And I've been trying to tell Steve that uh, hurt people hurt people and those who are traumatised, obvious if you've had your children uplifted, um, you're deeply hurt your whole life is affected, mm-hmm. uh, but you're just going to act out. You're going to go back on the drugs. You're going to go into well, alcohol to be able well, yeah. to cope. But you need to empower, have a social structure that works and with all the organisation well, that empowers people to change. But, I mean, as, as I'm only the coordinator, yep, yep. I'm basically assigned to cater to your guys' needs. You're the board. Yep. We're chairman of the board. Chairman of the but board. But we've got two arms, you see. We've got the the uh, protesting arm and child care abuse that's mm-hmm. going on in history and there's thousands of cases. And that's why I'd like to read this. At a commission of inquiry held in Australia where Dr. Leakes, perpetrator of rape, abuse and torture of patients' genitals at Lake Alice, mm-hmm. Paul Zenfield, a victim, brought out evidence of brutality in New Zealand. We have a dark history. There's hundreds of thousands of victims down through history since the 1950s. I said online and Facebook, the shock treatment is still happening. The over-dependence on drugs is still occurring. Just to define, it's not shock treatment on genitals like in Lake Ellis. Just yep. to define that but to the public. It is electrocution of genitals. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I still think it's abuse. Yeah, personally. yeah. I don't but the trouble is with this horrendous abuse, nothing has changed. And this guy leaks. He had a lawyer and the lawyer said he can't be held responsible <laughs> because he's got dementia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, at the Nuremberg yeah. trials, mm-hmm. those who committed the atrocities, the, the Nazis, they got sentenced, didn't they? Well, it, well, he should have been sentenced a long time ago. He should have. Now, the government is passing the buck. They're looking for a fall guy, and they don't want to front up to how they need to recompense yeah. the victims thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. and how they need to change the whole system. I, I spoke to Paul, and um, Paul said to yep. me that it's actually going to be, they're each going to get a couple of million who is? Uh, the victims of Lake Ellis. Yeah, well, so. they need an apology. The government needs to acknowledge the state abuse is going on because they're still using drugs with people. They're, they're not alternative. The police mm-hmm. are still not looking at suicide as the need to lock them up in Ward 36. This is what happened with Nikki Stevens, and this is also what happened to I think Carl the Foster. The government does acknowledge that abuse in state care goes on. Yep. I do think, th- this is a personal view though, I, th- yes. I think there's a lot of cover-up because they don't want to look very bad to the rest of the world. Yeah, and you've still got family alienation, splitting families up yeah. is still being enforced by the police, mm-hmm. by a state system, and babies are being aborted on on birth. And also Kerry Bevan mentioned a guy by the name of Ashley who's an alienated f- father who's actually thinking about burning himself outside the courthouse. 
which happened with one guy so horrifically did, down when, in... When did this happen? Like what? Well, he's talking about it. This week. This week. Well, I Publicly. talked to fathers yeah. who, are, who are disinherited, you know, they're separated from their children, mm-hmm. and the family court system needs to change. So we've yeah. got to get that social structure so we're recognising not only mothers but our other our fathers at the same time, and we're non-gender biased, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we've got a social structure that empowers mothers and fathers to heal them themselves. Yeah, it's what we and need. Marika yeah. is also talking about another logo. You know, so we could run with uh, families for justice, but also families for restoration. Yeah. So we focus on rights and responsibilities. So when are we holding the advocacy training session? Because so it's we, not going to be happening so yeah, at the end of to, September. Due to COVID-19, we've yep. had to throw that back, the date yep. back quite a bit. Yep. Um, so we're actually responsible for getting the venue sorted out so that yes. we can do this. But Frank Hicks... Uh, the yep. man who is running the advocacy training seminar. Yep. Um, he is a very renowned litigator, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he. Is, so we need to pay to to bring him in. To be there. And I've all, I've said he I'd be willing to, to supplement the to money. To be there to educate the public. Okay. Yeah. Um, essentially, we thought that um, we were getting advocacy people in to train yep. um, the public but yep. no it's just going to be one man frank hicks and it's going to be opened by the head of the maori midwives so stay tuned to the station because we're going to tell you more information and we'll find out about that on friday and it'll probably yeah. be the beginning of november but mm-hmm. i i brought up the idea of an expo last year and we should have got a head with that i'll tell you why because now that covid has moved in it gives the police undercover permission to go and uplift children to charge people for things they haven't done our freedoms our rights are taken away from us and we got to have this social structure because i talk about suicide first aid buddy support grief facilitation freedom fighters which are advocates who acknowledge their rights and responsibilities and everyone trains up uh, once they've done a wellness plan yeah. and become an, uh, a wise leader, insightful cedar, humanitarian. So we mm. train the mothers and fathers with parent-to-parent uh, with the mentoring processes. So, yeah, so stay tuned for more information on that. Did you want to say anything more about that? No, no, I think you've covered it all. Yep, we're pretty good. So we need to be fence builders. Focusing on uh, prevention, not care. We need family restoration through parental support and care, empowering mothers and fathers to heal themselves and uh, focus on mentoring. So it's been interesting. Um, good to be back in the studio again. Uh, hello, oh, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to be back here. Yeah, so happy um, to be last back. Last week, we had to uh, use a teeny tiny little phone to do this. And we don't want Allah Akbar terrorists in New Zealand, and the government responsible needs to do something definitely so, uh, so about that. So are you that. referring to um, the terrorist attack last week? Yes, yes. Yeah. And also the police in New Zealand, they need to... Uh, we, the Kaitiaki Guardian Army, command them to cease and desist if they're just following an, an ink and sucking up to the elitists around the world and the one world government. Yeah. Okay, so say goodbye. So thank you very much. Goodbye. This is from the Fringes for another week. And uh, let's help change those families and yeah. let's help stand up for people's rights and responsibilities and the uh, international civil rights and political movement. Okay, yeah. bye-bye for See another you later, week. Guys.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.